Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Christian Chick. My name is Amanda and I'm your host. And today, guess who I have back? I have my girl, Deborah. Deborah, say what's up. What up, peeps? <laughs> you know, you coined the phrase um, confessioners. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes, you coined that phrase. So, um, what's up, confessioners? So, Deborah, um, just I, I just want to say this, but Toxic Friendships, episode five, is doing numbers. Like, people are tuned into that episode, girl. Wow. Wow. Yes. Definitely. I don't know if like people just have a whole bunch of toxic friendships or <laughs> if it's like your soothing voice, but people are tuned in. So thank you so much for that. So how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to be here. It's been what how many weeks since we did this week? It's been what? a couple of weeks. I can't even remember. It's been a couple though. Yeah, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm in a good place today and I'm ready to to share. <laughs> mm, thank you I'm so excited to hear that and today we're actually talking about a topic that you actually came up with it something that you've been working on do you want to just kind of give it like a brief overview of what we're going to be talking about today yeah so uh, last we spoke uh, after the episode it was after the episode we recorded and I was just sharing with Amanda what God has really been laying on my heart um, for our generation, right? Mm-hmm. And I brought up the topic of identity, and identity is something that it's crucial in our lives, right? And in the world that we live in, there's so many things changing, and there's so many misplaced identities. There's so many mm-hmm. reasons that, you know, people are just doing things anyhow. And I'm just like, this. When I sit back and look at it, right, through God's lens, I'm looking at it, it has an identity issue. And I feel as though the root of a lot of issues that young adults go through, um, even and even adults, right, is an identity issue or identity crisis. So it's a message. It's, it's a thing that burns on my heart for people. And um, yeah, today we got to explore it more. Right. So based on your experience, um, just, you know, being in the church, being around other people, do you feel as though Christians struggle with their identity? Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. In what ways, like, what do you see from your point of view? Sure. Um, So I think a big way, a big way a lot of Christians struggle with is that they believe their their past is their identity, mm. right? Either, you know, in the past before they came to Christ, you know, some of them, you can't really accept the love of God because your past, according to you, is so damaged, right? Right, right. And um, a lot of people, they hold on to their pain, right? So sometimes, you know, God wants to free us from pain and free us from shame, but they, they hold on to that. They hold on to their past sins. They hold on to their past hurts. And it's something that Christians, you know, it, it takes a renewed mind to see yourself as Christ sees you. Right. Um, instead of you seeing yourself as you see you. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And that's a good point. And you actually said something that 
sometimes it's before they come to Christ, but sometimes it's even after you come to Christ. So, you know, yeah. you may be a Christian now and then you may have done things that you feel like in your mind, they're unforgivable. And right. so you hold on to that, even though, you know, you're still going to church every day, you're still praying, but in the back of your mind, that's all you keep thinking about. You can't let it go yourself, even though you right. ask for that forgiveness. So now you're identifying yourself as whatever, whatever it is that you may have done or whatever it is that you may have gone through. So that's right. a really good point because, um, you, you know, it's, it's something that sometimes subconsciously we struggle with. We don't even realize why we feel this almost Absolutely. like a burden, mm-hmm. but that's what it is. We can't let it go. Right? right. So you personally, would you say that you've dealt with identity issues? Oh yeah. Oh man. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. You care to share girl? <laughs> yeah, sure. So, I mean, um, I grew up in a very, um, conservative the church my parents went to is a very conservative church mm. and my dad is also a pastor so mm. um I for so long was just you know held by the standards of man like you know like right. oh if if what are people in the church going to say if I'm not dressing apart if I'm not looking apart um so I was just my identity was this pastor's daughter and I had all these expectations that I had to meet and I was failing to meet them failing failing to meet them and so I was basically um you know I was one way in the church and another way outside and it was until you know I began to take my walk of God more seriously that I'm like yo like this is an identity crisis like you cannot you know you cannot be one way and um and and another you know here so that I think that is that was probably one of my biggest identity issues, um, just discovering who I am outside of, you know, this pastor's daughter, who, who, who is Deborah, right? Yeah, and discovering exactly. who I am, um, who I am and what God has to say about me. Yeah. And I can only imagine how hard that must be because the standards that, um, you know, pastor's children are held to, it's almost yeah. unrealistic. You know right. what I mean? It's like, <laughs> are these people not humans or are they some sort of, some sort of robots? Cause it's like, right. they make mistakes, you know, regardless of who they are they're they are humans. So, um, just having to live almost like you were living a double life, right? Yeah. Like you said you were one way, you know, in the church and one way out. And that that's hard because then you start wondering, well, who am I really, you know, exactly. like what, exactly. who, what do I enjoy most? What is this? And right. so girl, I can, I can only imagine I haven't had to gone through that, but trust me, I know some, pastor's children and it's like they all complain about the same things just mm-hmm. that unrealistic goal right. um, you know for me and you know this is a testimony it's a testimony now at the time when I was going through it I can say that I didn't see, see it as a testimony mm. um and so a lot of people people that know me personally they know um you know the story but you know for the people that haven't listened and I kind of feel like I've never really shelved um, shared my story. I never really like said who Amanda was. So, you know, we met in college and I think I actually mentioned this in the last episode. Um, so I was 18 year old, (laughs) 18 year old in college. And, um, my freshman year I got pregnant and, you know, I grew up in church. You know, I, I always went to church with my mom. That was something that I went, I did, but I can't say that I had a personal relationship with Christ, Mm -hmm. but in the back of my mind, church was something that was normal for me. And obviously I knew that getting pregnant in college was not a normal part of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a young Christian 
girl. Right. So, um, you know, I, I, I gave birth to my son. I gave birth to him in the summer and I resumed school, um, you know, back in September. And it was a struggle, like just dealing with the fact that like, I felt like now I'm a disappointment, you know what I mean? Because mm. one side we have the Christianity, then the other side we have the culture side, right? Right. Um, oh and I do want to say like my... <laughs> Girl, yeah, we're we're Nigerian, so if any Nigerians can relate, just just picture that. Yeah. So, um, my mom was always very supportive, and I thank God for her because I really feel like God used her, um, in my life. But you know, just going forward, as as I was getting older and my son was getting older, you know, no matter what, I always just looked at myself as a teen mom like um no matter what I accomplished you know I ended up graduating I went back for my master's but in the back of my mind it was just like um I'm a teen mom and because of that I disqualified myself from a lot of things I always felt like who are you to talk on this topic when you had a child at a young age or who are you to you know want to talk about Christianity and you want to talk about going to church and Mm -hmm. you know you did this and that and you know, that's, that's just the honest truth. Like, I just always felt like I wasn't qualified. And um, there was one thing, and I, I remember this from the day it was said till this very day. And mm-hmm. um, it was when I was, you know, I was still pregnant at the time. My youth pastor at that time, I remember he told me this. He was like, um, don't let anyone, you know, shame you for what? having a child. He said, the thing is, what what happened with you getting pregnant, that was a natural cause of life. You know, God intended for us to procreate when, you know, you have sex. So right. the baby is a natural part. And he was like, so Christians will make you feel like what you did was wrong. But the real the real wrong in the whole situation was the sex before marriage, you know? Right. And he was like, 90% of them are doing it. So right. don't let, you know, anyone look at you or your child as like, oh, a mistake. Because realistically, God never would have allowed it if it wasn't meant to happen. Right. And, um, you know, you just have to accept that fact. And so I would think about that sometimes and I would try to encourage myself. But, you know, it's hard. It's, it, it really is hard, yeah. especially when you meet people and they're like, you know, you meet them normally. And then, you know, because <laughs> for me, I'll be talking and I'm like, oh, yeah, my son. And they're like, oh, you have a son? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I do. And then so they'll look at me and they'll be like, oh, but like, you look what? so young. Right. <laughs> yeah, like th- then they start getting shady. They're like, but you look so young. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah I am I young. Like... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then they'll be like, oh, how old is he? Like one or two? I'm like, oh, no, he's eight. And they'll be like, oh. <laughs> and then you see them trying to do the math in their head. Like, well, he's eight. Like, <laughs> So it's like, it's something I can laugh about now, but you know, it is something that I truly, truly struggled with. And then, you know, I had to just like seek the face of God. And the more I started getting deep in my walk with God and I was like, listen, I'm I'm not going to let any event that happened in my life deter me from the plan that God has for me. Like, I'm still going to let God use me because when I look back in the Bible, most of the guys God used were not perfect. Like Uh all of them had some type of issue. You got Jonah running this way. You got uh, Moses saying he can't do it. You you know, you got Peter denying Jesus. A whole nother woman. (laughs) Right. Like none of them were perfect and they all had a history and they all had a past. But, you know, when I look at it, that's what made their story greater. That's what made their testimony greater. So I just had to talk to myself like, sis, you know, you love your son. 
If I could go back and change it, I honestly wouldn't because it shaped me to be the person that I am today. So you, you know, you've asked God, you've you've moved on from it. So truly move on from it. You know, stop identifying yourself as a teen mom. Stop identifying yourself as, you know, just what you're not. And it was praise God. Like I've, I've overcome it now. I'm, I'm proud. Like I'm not you know, ashamed or any of the, any of those things that I once was. So I just thank God. So that's like my little quick testimony, just because, you know, I did want to share that whatever it may be, all of us have that thing that we struggle with. Um, you know, for some, it may be, you know, they use drugs or for some people, you know, whatever it may be, who knows, but we all have it. You know, have a porn addiction or. Yeah. Yes, girl, whatever it may be, um, we struggle. So I I need to be transparent if if I'm going to talk about it. So that's just me being transparent. So back to, you know, what you dealt with, would you say that you've overcome your identity issues or is it something that you're still struggling with or how are you managing it? I think definitely it's something I've overcome because over time, um, I just become so rooted in the word of God, right? Mm-hmm. And I completely understand that, like, what I am or is not defined by who someone says I am, right? Mm-hmm. Like, or it's not defined by what I've done in the past. It's not defined of where I'm coming from. Right. Um, but, you know, it does make me understand who I am today, right? Yeah. But ultimately that... God loves me, right? And God is the source of my real wholeness, right? Like yeah. God is the source of real power and that power generates wholeness. So for me, it's like I receive a fresh, like me receiving a fresh understanding of God's love for me and what mm. God has to say about me and knowing that, okay, grace is at my disposal, right? right. And this, this father that has loved me has written promises concerning me and you know, he has said things about me that if God is saying, like, I mean, if, if, if God is saying, if you're struggling in a certain area, let's say you're struggling in school, right? Mm-hmm. And God has already said about you that you're the head and not the tail. Like, right. okay, you know what? I'm struggling in this class, but the word of God has declared over me that I am the head and not the tail. So exactly. God, I'm going to take your word to the bank, right? I mean, you still do your due diligence. You still study. You still do whatever you need to do. Right. But I am the head and not the tail. So that becomes more of a reality than my actual struggle. Exactly. Right? And it's it's when we align our minds with what God has said about us and when we align our minds with the word of God that that transformation and that identity crisis seems mm. to dissipate. That's big. That's big. And I know you touched upon like aligning ourselves because what you've come to and the realization that you've come to, you have to understand like some people are struggling with it. You know what right. I mean? And right. now that you you're at that point in your life where you, you know, you've overcome it. Right. But for the person that's in it, they're like, man, that's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. So aligning yourself with the word of God is huge. And, you know, do you, what other ways do you think another person can get to that point where they're like, you know what, it doesn't matter what I've gone through in my past. It doesn't matter even yeah. what I did yesterday. Like God's mm-hmm. grace is sufficient. Like how, how can they come to that just true understanding of that? Yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's for me, it's a continual, you know, the Bible says we, 
daily renew your mind. It's a daily renewal right. of your mind. It's unlearning those old habits, right? Mm. It's not allowing yourself to live where um, you used to be. And to be frank, some people, they identify so much of their pain, so much of their past that it's their identity, right? Yeah. They don't even know how to let that pain go. They don't even right. know how to like live without that pain or it's a fair thing right mm. um, it's fair that keeps people from truly un- un- revealing their true identity because they're hiding behind of the fear of like what would people think about me will they think less of me will yeah. they not believe that i really love god you yeah know? um and they're hiding behind the shame right and it's ultimately you know the reality is that God doesn't give us shame. God does not give us fear. He yeah. gives us spirit of power, love, and a sound mind, right? Yes. So fear, shame, pride, doubt, all those things that we're feeling, they're all interrelated, right? And it's really coming to this understanding that Christ took our shame. On the cross, he exactly. took our sins, past, present, and future. And if our sins and if our past and things that we went through, things that we think about ourselves are really in the grave and Christ has risen from the grave, then we need to let that, we don't need to bind ourselves to that reality anymore, right? We exactly. need to understand that we're truly free in Christ and we are who Christ says I am. I'm a new creation. I have, yeah. he has given us a sound mind, right? So I have a sound, because he has given us a sound mind, I have, I control what I think. Right. Mm. So I don't let if if that thought like, oh, man, you know, Friday, you you really you you, you're really a sinner. Oh, Friday, you're really um, I don't know what's what's this. You're really a liar. Right. And then you you by the spirit of God living in you, you have the power to control. Like, no, I'm not that. Right. You Mm. counter you counter anything that does not align with scripture. Exactly. Like, you know, the devil is saying you are this, you say, no, I'm not that. You declare that what you are with Christ. So I think it's a daily declaring what God has said about you, a daily renewing your mind. And there are some days where sometimes you'll slip and fall, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know what, you know, I'm never going to make it. I'm never going to get out of debt. I'm never (laughs) going to, I'm, you know, there's some, but it's, it's up to you as an individual to like, no, this is what God has said about me. Let God's love be your reality. Let what he has said about you be his reality and get yourself, get yourself some good friends, you know? Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, get some get some people around you that know your struggle. No, not toxic friends, right? <laughs> not toxic friends. Well, we learned what, how to deal with that, right? So at this point, <laughs> right? Positive friends, right? You know, um, but get some people around you. Get get a tribe, a community around you that can speak life into you. Get people that you know when you're feeling down, they can lift you up. Because exactly, it, it's it's about community and it's about the word of God. Well, exactly. so that's that's good girl because like you said it may be you know an up and down it may feel like a roller coaster like one day you know you're you have that mindset like you know what I am who God says I am and the next day the devil because really and truly the devil's always working like let's be honest Listen, with ourselves and the, the moment clock. he sees <laughs> around the clock over time so the moment he sees that you're breaking through he's gonna try it but you have to mm-hmm. be aware of that you have to be 10 steps ahead because if not you'll fall back into that mindset you'll fall back into that oh you know i'm not worthy of this because mm-hmm. the moment christ came to die for you listen all of that all of that i'm not worthy no he's taken yeah. away all of that you know what i mean yeah because when you think about it for someone to die for you (laughs) that that is not to be taken lightly it is because listen 
It is not. Like, some people can't even give up food for someone. <laughs> Girl. I feel like, like, for real, though. So, to lay your life down, you have yeah. to know your importance. You have to know how important you are for someone that to see you despite you know whatever flaws you have despite whatever you may have done to still see you as worthy to to sacrifice their life for you so that on its own is huge so you know the devil has no right to try and um guilt you or make you feel like you're less than because really he ain't dying for anybody like the devil isn't giving up his life for anyone so you know you just have to really just think about it like christ loved me enough to lay his life down for me so that must mean something so you know after you know you've you've gotten to that point what would you say is the importance because you know when whenever you're doing something you need to know why you're doing it so what is the importance of us being able to identify in christ like what are we missing out on when when we're not identifying with christ when you are not identifying with christ Mm -hmm. (laughs) you are missing out on peace right Mm. (laughs) you're missing out on a sound mind you're missing out on who god has really said you are you're missing yeah. out on knowing your real self right you're, yeah. miss- you're you're missing out on just wholeness right um and the the importance of identifying with christ is because that we are christ right? like christ dwells richly within us so right Christ is radiating through us, right? This peace, this love, this joy, the fruits of the spirit, it's it's in us. He's already in us. And that's, we should conform our minds and our thinkings to be so much more like Christ, right? Like yeah. I know there's a song growing up, like, oh, to be like Jesus in my heart. Like that's, that ultimately should be our cry. That should be our longing. Like, okay, I'm, I want to be like Jesus, right? I want to be a, we are God's representatives here on earth, right? Mm. Um, and I'm not going to be God's representative and still be holding on my sin when Christ right. is to die for my sin. Why am, why am I still holding on to it, right? Exactly. So I need to identify with Christ. Like, I need to identify knowing that I am one with him, right? Like, I, I am not some prodigal son or prodigal daughter that God's like oh I, I see you over there like oh you so you still smoking <laughs> oh okay you know like oh, oh you still watching porn oh okay no like right. God has truly loved us like we are in him like you know yeah. it's really allowing ourselves to believe like you know God's love is our reality right like the greater love has no man than this mm-hmm. right and like he loves us so much and this person lives in our heart and this person, that's that's our identity. That's who we are. We're not our past. We're not our hurts. We're not our sins. We're not our shame. We're we're Christ. We're in Christ. So let yeah, that just radiate through you. Yes, that's a word. That's a word. And just one more thing I want to add to that. Um, when you're not living in Christ and you're not being who he has called you, you're also, you know, not fulfilling your purpose because you mm-hmm. may feel like you're not worthy. And so Christ has given us each, you know, assignments that we can live out on this earth. But when you feel like, oh, I can't do this because people will say, um, you know, who am I to be, you know, trying to do something for the right. word of God, other people are actually going to be losing out on that because you never know who, whose lives you're going to impact or who Absolutely. you're going to touch through your story or through whatever it is that you may have gone through Absolutely. so just know that um you know it's bigger than you it really is it's bigger than you and so when you get to that point in your life when you realize you know what god like no matter what it is you know i know that by your grace 
I'm covered and I'm good. Like mm-hmm. God just used me. Trust me, like other people, other people will start coming forward. Like I can't imagine. I've met some girls that were like, oh, you know, you know, I've, I used to feel some type of way too, but now, you know, I'm back in church. And it's like, you know, praise God for that because Absolutely. the devil will try to shame us as much so we can stay as far away from God as possible. And that's his mm-hmm. goal. Um, but once we just renew our minds, like Deborah said, and, you know, we're back in our word and we're praying and we realize that. Like I said, if if God, if it happened, God allowed it for a reason. So, you know, tap into that reason and just seek him. Like, God, what, what, what am I to learn from this? How can I, you know, use this to actually help other people? And exactly. he will guide you. It will it'll, it'll really, um, it'll just be better for you. You'll have that peace of mind. You have that, just that safety that, you know what, I'm living in God and I'm living through him and his identity identity and that's really what's important so zebra do you have anything else you want to add or you just want to share you just want to speak on yeah i just i just for me i just i just really want the love of god to be people's reality like more Mm -hmm. than more than oh yeah god loves me but really know that you know like he left the 99 for you right Mm -hmm. like he really hung died a shameful death for you right Mm -hmm. and you really don't have to hold on to those things. You can really embrace the love of God and let the love of God renew your mind. Like really, like I'm telling you, like you can get in this world and it's, it's like a washing, like, like it mm. washes, it washes. It, it, I mean, the, the, the part of the scripture where it says it pierces the soul, right? Like there are times where I read scripture and I'm like, wait, what? Like, right. oh my God. like the other day, actually I was, um, I was on the train and I was reading, I believe it was first John three, somewhere along those lines. And it was talking about how we've already won the victory. Right. Mm. And this, it was John just encouraging the church. Like, look, the victory is already won. You just need to stand fast in it. Like just right. know that Christ is already won it for you. So for me, I'm like walking, I'm like, you know, and so this ties into identity. Like, you know what, whatever situation I'm going through, whatever problem is going on, like at the end of the day, I know that I won. Right. And I right. won because I'm, I'm in Christ because I identify with Christ and God in his word has said that I have won the victory. So now I'm like, you know what, this situation at work or this situation with my parents or with my boyfriend, whatever it is, like God has already sorted it. I've already won. Like, you know, it's just for us to stand and receive it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when your identity is so much rooted in Christ, like the scriptures, like it's, you're like, Oh, okay. Oh, I, I understand the doctors have said this and the doctors have said that, but the word of God says by his stripes, I am healed. So exactly. I receive my healing. Exactly. Um, and it and it's just it just really transforms the way we think. And I just I just really hope that whoever listens to this podcast just really, you know, you understand that look, you are not who you think you are, you are who Christ says you are. Yeah. Yeah. Girl, that's a good note to end on. So I'm not even <laughs> gonna add anything to that because you just you just gave me a word myself. So that's good. I really do appreciate that. I really do appreciate you for taking the time out, you know, to do this with me because I know we're all busy, but shout out to you. Um thanks for having me. No problem, no problem. You guys make sure to follow Deborah at <laughs> Simply Debbie. <laughs> Why, why, why you, you laughing? 
So it's simply um, simply spelled regularly then underscore D E B B E E on Instagram. I'm on no other social media platform but Instagram. Yes, if you see her anywhere else, it's a catfish. So make sure you follow her on on Instagram alone. Yes. And you guys know that you can always follow Confessions of a Christian Chick on Instagram or send an email to confessionsofachristianchick at gmail.com. And we will catch you guys on the next episode.